listening to the best damn podcast that the internet has to offer. From the Sniper of Snipers. They talk about my one-taps. The Gamer of Gamers. Hail to the King, baby. And the best damn charity streamer that the world has ever known. Get back to work, you slacker. That's right. This is the Clock Nine Show. Now, I would like to introduce the one, the only, me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock Nine Show. I have my very good friend here, Dan Katar, aka Dan Katar. <laughs> What's up, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. To give you guys a little, um, that's a little inside joke. Last night, I told him I would message him when I woke up, so I literally set a reminder on my phone and said, "Message Dan Katar at 8 a.m." And my phone decided to say Dan Katar. It, it spelled his uh, the last thing name as Q A T A R. So now you're always known to me as Dan Katar. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good listening to your phone tell me that. <laughs> that was. Did you actually hear it from my phone? Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't. You know, it played through the uh, the mic. That was hilarious. When I said that, I was like, oh, that's forever gonna be his name for me. Um, but if you guys don't know, Dan Katar, when I was playing WoW, this guy got me to transfer to his server and actually get some reading in. He he was the or ideally still is my guild master. I just haven't been playing WoW. Uh, but what are you up to and how long have you been playing WoW for? Have you been playing from the beginning? I started on private servers once Burning Crusade came out because I was like 12, so I couldn't afford a subscription. My parents were telling me that they're not going to pay to for me to play a game. Yeah, my dad said the so same I, thing. We, we forced them to. <laughs> yeah, so I did private servers for the longest time, and then near the end of Wrath, I was making allowance because my brother had moved out and i was doing pick, picking up all the chores so i actually had the funds to pay for my own subscription uh. so i went to blizzard servers at the end of lich king oh okay and i i don't know if i've ever told the story about um so that's been i forget how many years it's been a while it's been, it's been out for a long time <laughs> for sure uh i don't know if i ever told the story of how i uh the first time I ever ditched school was for World of Warcraft. Have you have you heard that story? I'm gonna tell you. So when I uh, when I first started playing WoW, uh, we were playing uh, Warcraft three and Warcraft three Frozen Throne. And when World of Warcraft came out, my dad pre-ordered it for us from GameStop. My my brother was a sophomore in high school, and I was uh, in eighth grade, and. We came up with this great idea. Hey, let's ditch school and go pick the game up because our dad left the receipt for us to go get after school. And we waited till he drove by and then went back and grabbed the receipt, walked to GameStop. And this is what back back when you didn't have digital copy or like digital copies or anything like that. You had to, we had six discs to install. <laughs> it took like five hours to install this game. And then literally played, I think the next day I faked a stomach ache. <laughs> and kept playing and then my brother ended up coming home at lunch ditching school to come home and play so we were we were pretty pretty big wow addicts from the beginning <laughs> i'm one of those weird ones i've never actually played warcraft 3 or most of the warcraft games i started blizzard through the diablo franchise i know you were very big on the was it the remastered diablo 2 or whatever they have out right now Diablo 2 Resurrected, yes. Yeah, my bro my brother was always trying to get me into that. I just, I don't know what it was. I just, it never piqued my interest, in honesty. Like, I don't know why. It just wasn't my thing. Like, I remember my brother got me on there, and he tried to, you know, get me to do all this stuff, and it just wasn't, it wasn't my thing. But, no, we, I mean, I was so young. I really didn't play... I really didn't play Warcraft 3 all that much. I remember I usually hopped on there and played Tower Defense, the custom games. <laughs> I wasn't really I actually... did that with I did that with StarCraft, so I understand completely. Yeah, exactly. It's like it, it was like I didn't really actually play the game like traditionally like you're supposed to all the time. It was mainly Tower Defense. But then when World of Warcraft came out though, we were just absolutely hooked on it and then and then I uh I think I've told you I stopped I stopped playing during Mr. Pandaria, came back for Legion, and then left again and came back for Shadowlands, and now I'm kinda on a hiatus again, which I know something will bring me back to it eventually. It's one of those games where you just can't stop playing. It'll always bring you back to it. But no one ever quits for good. They always just take an extended break. That's how it always is. I mean, that's just you know, a new expansion comes out, looks sick, and you know, you you're interested in the story and 
you know, and it's like, nope, I'll be back next next expansion. <laughs> so, so what are you doing right now? Wow, I know you're doing a lot of high keystones, and then weren't you doing? I can't remember what it was called. Weren't you doing like some like competition for uh, keystone? I can't remember what it was called. We did do the Mythic Dungeon Invitational. We did time trials. We unfortunately had scheduling conflicts with some of our members, so we did not get nearly as far as we should have. It happens. Everybody has, you know, real life, so I can't be too mad at them. We kind of just spur of the moment three weeks before it started. I was like, hey, we should make a team. What's the worst that's going to happen that we lose? The best that can happen is we get our name out there. It'll be fun either way. So we had some scheduling conflicts, but we're looking at the next competition. The Great Push has not been announced for Season 2 yet, but it's just basically you push as high as you can. So we're looking at doing that with a new team that can hopefully have a better schedule. It's just rough now that everybody has kids and all this other stuff. It's you know, that's what, Oh, yeah. That was one of my biggest problems is, you know, trying to make sure that, you know, I have time where I, all the kids aren't running up on me and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Every, you know, everybody's got real life where most of us are married or in serious relationships, have kids or kids on the way. Yeah. Come on, February. Yeah, so if you guys did not know, my buddy Dan Qatar over here, it will be a dad pretty soon. You said February, right? February 9th, I want to say, but it could be 7th, and my wife will hate me if she hears the podcast and I don't get the date right. <laughs> yeah, do you want to make sure you get it right? Is, I, it, I told her she'll be born January 6th because my birth, birthday is January 7th, and I was supposed to be an end of February baby. So, actually, you actually might like that because my daughter, my my first daughter was born November 28th. And my wife's birthday is November 29th. So they, they, they basically share a birthday every year. It makes it much easier, <laughs> I will say, to remember. For sure. We found out that we were pregnant on Father's Day. So I figured she's just going to show up on another so-called holiday like my birthday. There you go. Uh, is it too early to, tell, to know the gender of it? We're having a girl. Is it a girl? Okay. I, I thought it was a girl. I wasn't sure. I, see, yeah, even though I have four, ki- even though I have four kids, like I always forget how soon, like how soon you can, uh, you know, know the sex of the, of the baby. I'm like, is it too soon? I don't know. I usually just wait. Oh, my my wife would go to the doctor and be like, oh, by the way, it's a boy, it's a boy, it's a girl. I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> she doesn't even tell well, me she's going. They got, the, they got that fancy stuff of the blood test, so they can take your blood and find out at like eight weeks now. What? Eight to Ten weeks. Yeah, we found out super early. Oh wow. Yeah. We just had the ultrasound that confirmed it's a girl, but the blood test told us it was a girl a month and a half ago. It's okay. You're going to love being a girl, Dad. I, I, I'm dude, excited. I got, dude, I got, my boy, I got my boy first, and then three girls in a row, and everyone always says, like, how do you feel about that? I'm like, dude, I love being a girl, Dad. They're not teenagers yet, though, so I can't, you know, I may be speaking too soon. Right, for <laughs> sure. Uh, that's one thing me and my dad talked about. He said that the best part about... Uh, having kids is you get to buy toys and play with toys again. Yes. Which as as a gamer we all buy toys anyway and play with our toys. But I looked at dad. I was like, yeah, we get to play with dolls because when we were kids we couldn't uh, we couldn't be the ones playing dolls and known as the boys playing dolls. Mm-hmm. But with the daughter coming, we can now buy dolls. We can now play with dolls, and it's completely, it's completely acceptable. Completely acceptable. Yeah, you know, I got uh, what is it? Well, my son's playing video games right now. Like he's. He's addicted to Fortnite right now, which, you know, whatever. He's a kid, you know, but he, he actually, he, he sees me playing. Like if I, if I was, when I was playing like World of Warcraft, he was interested. I'm like, yeah, too, too early for you, bud. <laughs> and then, uh, he see me playing new world and he wants to play. I'm like, nope, that game is way too complex for you. But I just got him into Halo. He started playing, uh, Halo and I'm like, see, that's a game I can rock out with you. You know, oh, for sure, especially with the new one coming out. Exactly. So get him, get him used to the other one, and then when the new one comes out, I, I can't remember when, they, when they're going to release it, but I was like, that'll be either Christmas or a birthday present for him, and then I'll rock out with that with him. But he's, I ain't gonna lie, this little freaking six year old about to be seven is actually not bad. He's actually getting pretty good. <laughs> so you I'm like, might have a new duos partner. That's for ex- Halo. that's exactly what I was saying. I was like, dude, he's actually getting pretty good. I was watching him play Halo the other day. I'm like, dude, this kid's six years old. He's actually in here, like, top of the leaderboard. I, obviously, it's skill-based matchmaking, but still, it's like, to see him, like, top of the leaderboard at six years old, I'm like, that's freaking crazy. <laughs> I mean, just looking at 
you know, competitive gaming nowadays in general, like Fortnite competitions now, all these younger kids, 13, 14, 15, are winning millions of dollars. It's just mm. us growing up, we were told video games, will you'll amount to nothing playing video games. And now you got 13, 14, 15-year-olds just basically carrying their parents through life because they're playing video games. Exactly. No, I, I actually made that comment. Because my my wife is not into video games whatsoever. Like it's not that she hates them or anything like that. She's like, she just doesn't. She's not a big fan of them. Like she was never really a big fan of me about my son playing them at such an early age. But it's like that's one place I I kind of put my foot down. Uh, and if you, if she hears this, I didn't put my foot down. I, I begged. Uh, <laughs> no, but she uh she she always kind of saw it as like a waste of time and this and that. And I was like, you know, I had explained to her like the learning aspect of video games like I, I got him on the lego games early on and i'm like dude that's a lot of problem solving it like helps him read because he's learning how to read so he has to read the missions all this other stuff so it's like you know stuff like that at an early age is actually helping and then you know I was like, if he really wants because he talks about being a streamer and stuff like that because i was told the same thing growing up that video games are a waste of time you know you're not gonna you know you can't do anything with video games and then here we are, I'm, you know, I'm 30 years old. Like I, I'm not really a streamer right now, but like, I mean, you think about all the work I did for, you know, for charity and, you know, helping out in that way. And then I was technically a full-time streamer during the pandemic, which really helped out, you know, for being unemployed for a little bit. It's like, you know, I actually did something with this in, in a way, but you know, you're always told, oh, video games are a waste of time. And it's like, no, it's, it's really not. So getting, getting your kids started early, if he ever wanted to go that route, it's like, that's one thing where if you want to pursue that dream, like you better have a backup plan. <laughs> but I mean, if, if you're good at it at a young age, you keep practicing. Who knows? You never know nowadays. You know, oh, so. 100%. Like when YouTube and Twitch first started becoming a thing, that was what I wanted to do as a kid is I wanted to invest my time into making content, but I did not have any financial support from the parents to do that and 12 13 years old there's just no way for me to go out and buy the high-end computer the cameras and the whole setup like i have now so i didn't get to start it until like you said adult life whenever now this market's so saturated you just have to be above and beyond to get your name out there exactly so so go on that topic when did you start streaming i know, I know we i know we met during uh rum royale I started streaming probably about a year before Rome came out. It's been about three year, three to four years. It was right at the start of Legion. We were doing Emerald Nightmare Raid. And I was like, you know what? I got Blizzard actually had implemented on Facebook where you could stream directly to Facebook to, through your Facebook account. I don't believe that's a function anymore. No, they have a page. Right, with Facebook gaming and everything. I don't think that's a, a thing anymore. But that's how it slowly started. And some of my World of Warcraft friends would see my Facebook page and be like, hey, you should just go to Twitch. Much easier to find you. So that's how it kind of started. Then Rome obviously blew up. I think all of us blew up with Rome. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I started playing, you know, I used to do a lot of competitive uh, Counter-Strike. And then, you know, that was such a saturated, you know, category, even with the, before all the streamers came out of nowhere, you know, but it was like, if, if you weren't, global elite or professional no one cared to watch you and then realm royale came out i streamed that for about six months and then finally started to you know you know kind of blow up on there i guess you could say you know speaking of that topic you know what do you think about the the news of realm royale i have very high hopes for realm royale coming back i it's one of those that i come back to video games when people you know start implementing updates and when you get let down you just something's really got to wow you yeah. to bring you back. But Realm Royale has been in beta for three years, so you can easily technically call this finishing the game at this point. Mm -hmm. So because my icon still says beta, that's the only reason I remembered. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it's one of those things where, you know, we'll get, I mean, I'll get more into it. You know, spoiler alert, we got, we have Thor coming on the show here pretty soon to actually get more in depth of what's going on. And yeah, I see a lot of people like, you know, upset on Twitter and this and that, you know, it's like, oh, this game burned us before. And, you know, I'm not trying to protect high res because everyone knows my history with them. I have I have a more personal history with them. But it's like you look at all these games. I was thinking of this the other day. 
everyone talks about high res and and like their games being buggy and this and that look at look at new world right now and everyone complaining about new world which is made by amazon one of the richest companies in the freaking world and they're having issues with their servers they're having issues with all this stuff then you go look at apex where apex is having issues with with their servers you know like they came out of the update and like literally every single every other game you're getting kicked out and it's like dude every every it's almost like every video game nowadays has an issue like with how complex video games are and the graphics and all this other stuff like every game has their issues um they screwed up with realm royale they screwed up with uh instead of putting money into the game they tried to do the hundred thousand dollar tournaments um which was really stupid you know i said that from the beginning and then basically you got people's eyes on a game that was broken so people didn't want to play or they quit playing and then instead of investing money into different parts of it you know you were you just you weren't putting it into what we needed and then you gave up on it for a road company thinking that was your big money ticket and then now here you are coming back to it because you realize that you had a gem yeah that you didn't capitalize on you know so it's like if you guys can come back and do it the right way then the main thing i, I said this on my other podcast is it's not about getting new players to the game you have to bring back the old players that's the most important part. So you have to gain, you have to basically gain everybody's trust again, which is gonna be very hard, but it's doable. So we'll see. Right. And going back to the you know new games and just basically all games having issues nowadays, it comes back to they release a trailer for a game and they give us some updates and everybody gets hyped for a game. Like New World somewhat did it right. They had their set release date. And they had their beta, and everybody was playing the beta. It was a huge event. Everybody was doing 24-hour streams. They're cramming as much time as they can for a character that's just going to get wiped in a weekend anyway. I couldn't believe that. <laughs> that's why I didn't play the beta for more than, like, six hours. Everyone grinded, yeah. like, 200 hours. I'm like, well, you guys are crazy, dude. Right. To me, that's pointless. But, you know, Amazon took the feedback and was like, okay, this game is not ready. We have so much work to do. We're going to push the release date back. And I love that. I love that. Obviously, right. Obviously, did not push it back far enough. They still have some issues going running out the gate. I know for the first week, everybody was in eight-hour login queues, and it was just, it was just ridiculous. But yeah. everybody gets so hyped for a game, and they pressure these companies that you have to bring it this day. You have to do it. If you don't, we're gonna bash you on social media. We're gonna say all these horrible things about your company. Like I know. Cyberpunk, for instance, had oh, yeah. so many death threats when they pushed their game back. Yeah. Like, and then the game still came out buggy as hell. Well, the best thing about that, but, for people that don't know, about, don't, don't know the story about Cyberpunk, um, so they pushed the game back once or twice, right? So they pushed it back once or twice, and then people were pissed. And the, the developers actually told the investors, like, hey, this game is not ready. Um, we're gonna hold it back and the investors are the ones that said no we want to make you know This game has so many pre-orders. We're gonna make so much money on it. We're gonna release it now and the devs told them no and They said well too bad. We're releasing it. It released in such a bad state that it was a great game I mean, honestly, like it was a good game and It was just way too buggy to play you'd be driving a car and you would fall into like a black hole <laughs> like it was just it was bad but they you know I would have been fine with them delaying it. Just like when, when, when New World, you know, came out and said, hey, it's not ready. We're going to push it back by a month. I love that. Make sure you're coming out with a with a polished game. I, I, I had no problem with that. You know, it's like, same thing. You know, if they would have came out with New World and said, hey, you know, I know we pushed it back a month, but it's still not ready. We're going to push it back another month. So be it. Make sure you're coming out with the most polished game possible, but... It, it, it may not always be the developers. It, it's it's the office, which is my problem with high res is the developers, you know, people work on the game, know what they're doing, but then the, the, the people upstairs don't. And they're like, no, just push it. We're good. You know, and that's, and that's one of the biggest problems with games right now is trying to push them out way too soon. And, and oh, like, I agree. 100%. Yeah. You know, and then what was it? Uh, like you, you've probably seen my tweets about new world, like, kind of laughing at people who, did these 24 hour streams and hey, I get it. You want to be first to 60. You want to be one of the first people out there with the content for it. Hey, I get that. But when you're sitting there and you, and you literally leveled up, you literally leveled up to 60 in like three or four days and you get to the end game where it's, it's not supposed to be that fast. 
and they're oh there's no content in game blah 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 blah. it's like dude you you pushed in three days was supposed to take you a couple weeks and we know there's no update coming you know for the end game in for like a month so, at the very least for sure yeah and it's like you can't really be mad at them for that it's like you you like me i've been slowly and steadily going and i just hit level 40 last night and i'm loving the game like i'm honestly loving new world it's, it's a it's a great game but it's like i'm not going to sit here and complain i'm going to sit here and complain that like you know it honestly i don't i haven't encountered too many bugs you know for the most part but it's like i can see getting bored at the end like you can only really do wars and farm stuff and it's like okay that's boring but I mean, you should have just take your time and enjoy the, the the game, and then, you know, people are already making second characters. I'm like, this is not a game I can play a second character on. <laughs> I'm not gonna go chop down oh, all these no. trees again. I'm not doing it. <laughs> but no, and I, you know, New World has that. You have two sides of the of the spectrum on New World. You have the diehard people that just crammed it, that are now sitting there like, okay, what do I do? I have nothing to do. I'm gonna make a second character and farm to 60 in three to four days again because i have to get my content out there and then you got the other half of the spectrum that this new world is such a massive world that yes they didn't implement mounts and i know that's a big thing that people hate right now is the running back and forth because you don't have a mount but it's just like in any mmo whenever you first get to the new areas they want you to see the area that they created. Like World of Warcraft, you don't get flying right off the bat because they don't want you to fly through all the zones that they spent all this time developing. Yeah. They want you to see it. Oh yeah, that's, that's one of the things about New World just, too. It's such a, it's like you said, it's so massive. It's so ma such a massive map. It's like, and the, like, the scenery is absolutely amazing. Like the work they did on this game is a actually pretty crazy. Uh, but I, I do believe it's I think someone there's a rumor on Twitter that they in the game like, they, they do the, the, the file farming or whatever it's called. Um supposedly there is code for uh mounts later on. I was like, yeah, I can see them implementing mounts later on, but like you said, it's they want you to discover the map. They want you to you know and you have fast travel and stuff like that, but like dude, like when you look at how like intense these maps are, it's like you should go discover it and look at the hard work these people put into it. Right, they spent millions of dollars on and hundreds of hours in this tiny zone for it to look as good as it does because the game does look phenomenal. Oh yeah, it's only going to get better. I mean, you remember? I mean, do you remember if you start even on private servers, the graphics on WoW compared to now? You know, like they 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 they've they've even increased their graphics, you know, leaps and bounds. So the game's only going to get better, in my opinion. So it's just like. You know, be patient. It's still a brand new game. You know, it's just, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's, it feels like we've been there before. <laughs> you know, it's all these new people that are complaining. Well, it's a $40 game, which is compared to other games, nothing with how vast the world is. You have hundreds of hours you can invest in. There's no subscription like most MMOs come out with from the start and then go to pay, you know, free to play later on. Like they, they came out knowing we can't compete with these bigger companies that are already established so we're going to come out lower priced game show them what we're capable of and gain their trust this way which is the right way for a newer newer gaming developer to set up a game i absolutely agree that's you know, the, the you know, people ask well what's the difference between new world and wow it's number one if you if you play wow like you should in my opinion know the story like the story is absolutely amazing. That's what kind of keeps me coming back. Now I'm bad with character names, and I, even though you know you you just fought her in the recent raid, who's the tattoo you have, Lady? Uh, Lady Sylvanas. Sylvanas, yes. I mean that. Like, like I said Dank, Dank's such a big uh, big WoW fan. He actually got a tattoo of one of the characters. So <laughs> I actually have multiple uh, World of Warcraft tattoos. Which ones do you have? Let's go through it. I have Sylvanas and the Horde symbol on my leg. I have Deathwing on one shoulder and Cindergos on another shoulder for dragons going down my chest. You know, it'd be a sick tattoo. I just thought about this. Uh, Shriekwing. Shriekwing is a pretty sick character, in my opinion. I don't know if he's really a big character to get a tattoo of. But <laughs> no, he's, he's definitely not a big character, but Shriekwing, that fight was so much fun. I loved that fight every minute that we played it. Uh, they, uh... Regardless of difficulty, that was such a fun fight. Now, with with with, with uh, the risk of throwing myself under the bus here, what's 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 one of the big, biggest problems right now with uh, raiding and WoW? 
the lack of content with you know the lawsuit and everything going on with Blizzard. Blizzard lost the trust of a lot of people mm-hmm. recently, and a lot of people have been swapping games such as to New World or Final Fantasy fourteen. They're finding something else to play, and in two weeks we lost seven raiders. Yeah. We were just we were just about to push Mythic difficulty for the newest raid. And the day we announced that we were going to do it, six people dropped out, which then took us out of the twenty-man group that we had. Was it due to the, so, was it due to like protesting or just like lack of content? Lack of content. People are just finding something else to play right now. Yeah, for me, for uh, me, for for me, you know, you said, you know, I'm one of the people that that ended up, you know, not playing right now. It's just, it, it for me when it says lack of content, it's like I, I felt like I was getting on every day, and we were we were kind of talking about this last night. I would get on and run with a group, do a couple of 15s or whatever, get my 15s for the week and get my mythic story. But it's like, felt very repetitive. It was like, what else can I do? And then it was like, oh, make an alt. I'm like, I don't want to make an alt. You know, it's like, I'd, I'd rather just play my one character. But it's like, there's really not much for me to do. And then they came out with the new update. One thing that really irritated me about the, the new raid, my, my own personal opinion, I think it was great because you guys, you guys already had normal done. Then you got, you got, I hopped on one day, I got straight carried through the normal raid. <laughs> Which was nice, but um, it, it felt more like every time we did a fight, the, the the common thing was, oh, this fight's just like Treekwing. This this fight's similar to Sludge Fist. It's like almost the same mechanics for the fights in my opinion, in normal anyways. I'm sure they're different in heroic and you know mythic, but it was just like that's kind of that's kind of one thing I, I didn't like about Legion. In Legion, I felt like, I can't remember the names of the raids right now, but it was like when they came out with the new raid, it felt like they were very similar fights, and it was like. Ugh. I'm just, yeah, I, got, I got kind of bored. So I went off and found, I started playing Warzone and then Apex. Now I'm addicted to those two. And it's like, now I'm playing New World. Now I don't, now I don't have time to play WoW. And it's like, those are, it's a grindy game. It's one of those games, it's, it's hard to play other games while you're playing that game. You know? Yeah, the big downfall to World of Warcraft in a lot of people's eyes is the daily chores that you have to do. The, all these new updates, you have your daily quest to get the new currency to stay caught up to do this, to do that, that, you know, in six months, they're just going to update to make it so much easier for you to get. And that's a lot of people's problem with it. And I can see, I honestly haven't been doing the daily chores and I'm still fairly caught up with everything that I need to do on at least two characters right now. But with, with a game that's been around as long as world of Warcraft, you get people will look at like raid fights and they'll see similarities and it's just whenever you're learning a new fight and you're with a team that you've had for a while, it's easier to explain it in terms that they already understand. Yeah. So people bring up, you know, past fights, you do it with like this fight, it's similar to this, just a little different, but there's only so many new mechanics that you can do. Exactly. And that's the problem with the 20 year old game. It's like, how much, how much different can you do? Which in my, in my sense, you know, Someone asked me, do I think New World's better than World of Warcraft? I said, hell no. Like, <laughs> it's just new. Like, you know, everyone's act, you know, acting like this is going to be the wild killer and all this other stuff. I'm like, no, I think World of Warcraft is way better in so many aspects. But it's something new where in New World, the, the thing that really intrigues me the most is the fight mechanics. Like actually having to, actually having to move, you know, dodge things. And it's just different rather than locking onto a target as a caster and just... You know, going through your rotations, there's different things to do. I was like, it's just something that's new. But overall, I mean, New World could, I mean, you never know if they added the right things to it. But no, I, I still would stand firmly that World of Warcraft is leaps and bounds better than this game. But it's, um, you know, in 20 years, how, how much can you really, like, when it comes to fight mechanics after all these raids, all these dungeons, it's like, how much more can you really add at this point, you know? I, I I totally agree with with agree with that. It's just easier to explain it. Like, oh, it's like this fight, like that fight. You, you know, it's a really good point. Yeah, and it, it's you know, all MMOs hit that wall. Like Final Fantasy fourteen is already somewhat to that point. I, if you're any fan of Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy fourteen is an amazing game. You can it does not have as many daily chores as WoW, so it's one of those that you can log in and you tell yourself what do I want to do instead of what do I have to do. And you only have to have one character, and you can be all the classes, and it's wonderful. Oh, that's, those are my yeah. Those are my two big MMOs. I swap between World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy fourteen. 
But like Final Fantasy fourteen, you fight the same bosses over and over in all kinds of different expansions. And like lately, a bunch of world first raiders from World of Warcraft, Limit and Echo both went into Final Fantasy fourteen high end content. Blindly. They did no research on fights. They just wanted to figure out how far they could get. And I was watching an Echo stream, I want to say two, three weeks ago. They were fighting a boss that they were trying to figure out the mechanic. And they they wiped on it three, four hours consistently on the same mechanic. Whereas if they had just played from the beginning, it was a mechanic that this boss did at the beginning of like one of the first expansions. Yeah. But because they went in blindly, they had no idea. And it was a simple mechanic, but being World First Raiders, they're looking at the most complex way to do it. Yeah. That's one thing people don't realize is when, you know, people saw it when I was streaming WoW. It's like how, you know, I think it was when we were facing Sire. It's like, dude, like, like everyone had to be on point. Everyone had their job to do. It's like, we, and we, we, you would sit there, I think for like two weeks, we were just wiping on him every single time. We were spending three hours just wiping on one boss. It's like, you know, it's like this, you know, it, it's more complex than everybody thinks when it comes to, when it, when it, when it comes to raiding and like, you know, trying to be a raid lead is very frustrating. Trying to make sure everyone's doing their job and stuff like that. So, yeah, looking at raiding from an outside perspective and actually being in a raid are two completely different things. When you watch it, you kind of have the simplistic mindset, and you can kind of pick and choose what you want to nitpick and decide how something goes. In the heat of the moment, you're constantly thinking of everything on the fly. Yeah. And that's how mistakes get made, and it, it happens. We're all people. You know, we're all human. We're not perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like, look, I mean, look at, like, I've been playing WoW for so long, I switched to a different character, and I was really struggling for a bit, learning the rotation and everything, and that's when you have your guild members that step in and help you, you know, who know more than you do, and, like, you know, you saw my, my DPS was improving leaps and bounds compared to when I first started playing, and, it, and then you've seen it, you know, help out in, you know, actually in the, in the raid itself, you know? And that's one of the, that's one of the aspects of WoW, which is great. Like the you know, like I said, the the whole learning aspect and having you know your guild behind you with uh, what needs to be done. You know, it's 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 a, it, you know once you get to the end game, it's, it's a straight team game. One hundred percent team effort. Everybody has their role. You have your individual responsibilities, but as a team, we're trying to accomplish the same goal, and we're going to help out whoever we can to reach that goal. Absolutely, and that's, and that's why it's like. That's why you meet so many people through these games that become really good friends. You spend so much time with them. That's why it's like, how many people know like, oh, this, you know, this guy's like one of my, one of my best friends. I met him through a video game. <laughs> That's why I, I always point that out to people. I was like, you spend so much time with them learning stuff and all this other stuff. It's, it's, it's actually pretty crazy. Oh, yes. For like my co-lead that just actually quit WoW for New World with all the lack of content. We started playing early Diablo 2 days. I've known him for 15, 16 years, longer than most of my real life friends. And he, I can honestly say he's one of my best friends and I've only met him once in life. Um, Shout out to JG. JG. JG is my guy right there. I love that guy. Oh no, I think I think uh I think Quickstar had one of, you know, one of the, out of all the years playing, one of my favorite one of my favorite guilds playing with. I mean, between Sarah and Tarania, uh JG, all the raid leads, making it so much easier and not toxic. Cause you get people that are in the you know, really into the really into WoW that are like they take the fun out of it. You know. That's that's one of, that's one of the things. Like I there was I think there was one raid I'll never forget where you were getting frustrated. And instead of like blowing up at people, I'll never forget. You ba you you basically at the break at the, every what hour and a half take we take a break, and then he go you go all right. I don't know if it's because because of, you know, of the time change. I think it was a, it was the weekend we went forward in time or something like that. He was like I don't know if it's because of the time change or what's going on, but people people you know obviously our minds aren't aren't in it. We're kind of just going through the motions. So take ten minutes, get your mind right. Let's get come back and get this fucking boss. I was like okay. <laughs> But it was so calm the way you did it too. When usually someone would be like, what the F is wrong with you guys? And what are you guys thinking? 
it was like just that little like little bit you know you showed like a little bit of frustration and it was like all right we got it <laughs> and then we came back i think the very first pool we downed him it was it was actually pretty funny to watch i'm like yeah usually in other guilds i'd run with yeah it'd be super toxic yeah that's the ideology that we kind of took with quake star whenever i personally came up with the name everybody always questions where the name came from and Obviously, Quake, you know, the old video game, I think late 90s, Quake. Quake was so much fun. Exactly. Everybody loved Quake. Everybody knows what Quake is. They still have tournaments for Quake. They really? I mean, yes, they still do have tournaments for that game. And I mean, it's it's still such a big game. So the gaming aspect for the guild name came from that, where it's something that everybody can get behind because everybody knows what Quake is. The star aspect was the universe above us such a vast majority of us don't even know what's out there we'll never know what's out there and especially our time frame because there's just so much out there but i took it as gaming is probably one of the most positive influences you can have in life you play video games you de-stress from the day you don't have to think about the hecticness in your life you're involving yourself into a brand new world making relationships with people that can last a lifetime that you may never meet. Mm -hmm. And we just want, we came into it with the positivity at the end of the day, it's a game. We want you to have fun with the game. Yes. We want to all get as far as we can. It gets frustrating when you can't, but if someone's screaming at you, then it feels like a job. And we don't want that. That's that's a great way to put it. Yeah. You're not going to have fun going to work all day, getting yelled at, and then coming home to try and play games of de-stress, getting yelled at. Yeah. Absolutely great right. putting I mean, it. Everybody has off nights. I mean, if you... That's the goal that I have with having a 30-man raid team that I have not yet to achieve. But everybody has an off night, and if you're having an off night, most people will even come up and say, hey, I'm not feeling the best, or I can't get my head right, I got real-life stuff going on. And that's when you smooth people around. That's where it kind of looks like a job where, you know, put aces in their places. If you're if you're having a bad day, you're not going to be the best at your job today, but somebody else might be. Sorry. Somebody must be outside. Your dog's barking. Uh, like, we're dog sitting right now. Hang on. All right. Now we're back to a little pause. But no, we... We're dog sitting for, two, you know, a friend of ours, her uncle passed away and they had to catch a flight out of nowhere to go to Montana at a, you know, and so they brought the dogs over the two little tiny dogs, super sweet dogs. But my problem with small dogs is crap like that. <laughs> I looked back and they're just sitting there at the gate because I have a gate. So I'm in the corner of the living room, right? That's where my, my setup is, and that's also one of the reasons why I really can't stream that much with four kids because they just come in here whenever they want. They're, they're Because I haven't paid attention to them in the last hour, they're just sitting at the gate barking at me. <laughs> and I look back, and they're just sitting there barking at me because they want attention. And then I had to actually get up and tell them to stop, and then they ran over and just laid down on the couch. <laughs> so that, that's what you heard. Like they've been so they've been so good the whole time, and all of a sudden they're like, "No attention now! We want attention." <laughs> the little dogs have some of the best commentary. Oh my gosh! I I have two little dogs myself. One of them has no eyeballs, and so she's completely blind. What? What? Yeah, that's long story. She got she thought she was bigger than she actually is, and got into a couple dog fights with some big dogs, <sighs> and has lost both of her eyes. But that has not dampened her spirits at all she still knows everywhere around the house and she'll get jump in the bed we'll be sitting in the living room watching tv and she'll go to the bedroom and jump in the bed because the bed's more comfortable but then she can't find where she needs to jump off because we have it so close to the wall on one side so she'll sit there and bark at us until we go and get her yeah there was a something you just said that you know people uh, people really think about how many times have you seen a three-legged dog, but you wouldn't even notice it's three. It's three-legged, and uh, and then you know, and then you see like a cat that has like no eyes or something like that. They, you know, and you said they they like literally such good spirited about it, you know. 
it's like it just really brought something up to me because a friend of mine had a dog that had three legs and this dog was probably faster than most dogs with four legs and the happiest thing in the world you know it's just like dude dogs are so amazing <laughs> like we do not deserve them at all oh dude dogs are so amazing dude i i you know there's you know like my my I, my dog's like a medium-sized dog um you know but he is when you like, when you sit there and like these dogs right here who are barking and stuff like that like they, I don't know if you heard them again they barked for a second again, um they don't like to listen and stuff like that but but they're still cute dogs you know but my dog it's like one of those moments where I truly appreciate my dog because if my dog does something all I gotta do is say is his name and he immediately stops whatever he's doing and it's like you know dude my I taught my dog how to high five and all this other stuff and my it makes you really it makes me appreciate how good my dogs are or my dog is. You know, so, you know, yeah, now I got my daughter over there screaming at the dog because they're, they're so excited to have puppies here. And I'm like, oh, God, they are, they're, they're, they're totally, you know, they're, they're asking me for another dog now. I'm like, you are high. So if they haven't <laughs> yet, they will be soon. And now my, they're, they're all asking for another dog now. Oh, my dog's name is Chancho. Have you ever seen Nacho Libre? Um, yeah. Chancho. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, so we uh, we named him Chancho, which means pig in Spanish, and because he, his feet look like they have little hooves on them, because uh, he's he's black and white. Uh, he, you know, my my kids now are like, hey, let's get another dog so Chancho has somebody to play with, and I'm all like, he don't need nobody to play with. He has four kids in this house he can play with. <laughs> yeah, he's got his hands full for sure. Uh, all right. Back to gaming, though, since we're getting to the 45-minute mark. What is the next step for for you and WoW? Like, what what, what are you planning on doing? You said you're, you're there's another uh, Keystone coming up, but what do you what do you do to like try and recruit people? I know you have it in your stream time or anything like that. Like, well, what else? Like, how else do you keep getting new people into, into the guild? We have found our best course of action, and we've gotten some of our best players is to just run. Uh, public raids on our mains and just invite people, just random people. And they'll come in. We take our mains strictly to show what we're best at. We want them to see us at our best, not taking our alts, where we lower item level, don't fully know rotation, or anything like that. So we take our mains, because if you see people at their best, you're more inclined to want to join them. So we try to steal people that way, which is somewhat of a dirty way to do it, but in a content drought, that's it's, you kinda just kind of have to, because yeah, I seen a lot of people. We used, we used to get like randoms to fill in for, for pubs. I mean, and for a long time, well, I was trying to offer, hey, I will pay for your transfer if you guys come. <laughs> right. I mean, everybody, you know, guilds are falling apart with content droughts, and so people are joining. My guild isn't raiding anymore. Well, we still are. So why don't you come on over here, and we can continue to move on up with what we're trying to do if you come over here. Well, yeah, just like because you, you can find pubs for normal and you know heroic, you really can't find them for mythic. So if if you know a guild is ten out of ten heroic or whatever, it's like all right, well let me join and see if we can push mythic together. Because my you know, there's a lot of guilds that don't even try and push mythic. Oh yeah, yeah, there are tons of guilds that just go for ahead of the curve, and we have a friend personally who after they get ahead of the curve, they take a break till the next raid, and I have yet to figure out what they're philosophy or trying to come up with a better term for that but how they do it exactly because in every grade tier they have all their people back i we raid constantly trying to push higher and higher and we can't even people that we got from last year it's just like how yeah. do you how are you keeping them and we we uh we just one thing that's one thing that did annoy me during the uh castle nathria raid was and I, I i spoke with you about it was when we had some people that were coming in the guild and we, you know, we would have to do the last three bosses of Castle Nathria. If we did it fast enough, we'll jump over to Mythic. And we had people online who were like sitting there, not doing anything, just sit sitting there in one of the cities. And they're like, hey, let me know when you guys get to Mythic. And it's like, that's what I, I think I messaged you about that, where I was like, no, if you want to do Mythic, come help us down heroic real fast because people still need gear. And then you know, if, if you're here, your eye level is so high, you know what you're doing. We could we get down even faster, you know. You, and they're just sitting there on standby. And you're sitting in a city rather than helping. That was one thing that really annoyed me about certain people. 
like some random yeah. some random he brought in it's like come on man like you know come help the guild out because for weeks i was running heroic heroic castle nathria and there was nothing i can get from that raid anymore and it's like i'm still there because i'm passing stuff off you know it's like i don't have to be here i could you know i'm i just don't want to be that guy that's like hey i'm here but let me know when you hit me do mythic i don't want to do heroic like, no i'm there for everybody else you know so right exactly like right now in this right here my demon hunter can use absolutely nothing from heroic i think i can get one piece of gear that just refuses to drop for me because blizzard hates me but that's a whole nother whole nother story but we still go and we run heroic every week because that's just what we're trying to do we're trying to show that no matter what we're still here to have a good time with our friends now our public runs are a lot more casual we still get where we need to go, but there is a lot more joking that goes involved with it. Um, I don't know if you've seen the stream lately, but we had one guy last week, and it was he joined the Discord, and we were we couldn't even raid because we were just dying laughing from this guy. Really, like we we could not focus on anything, and it was probably against a lot of twitch tos on some of the things he said but we'll see what happens it was it was hysterical oh, we had a good gosh. time oh, they uh you meet some really good people like that the dogs are chasing each other now scared the crap out of me sorry <laughs> you, you you ever heard a dog run on carpet yeah that's what i just heard behind me it scared the crap out of me <laughs> no nah, it, it so okay for anyone listening that wants to play wow I already know the answer. I'm gonna let you say it. What's the realm, guild name, and uh, faction or um, it's alliance? I know that, but how how would they join? We are currently on Storm Rage Realm as alliance. Guild name is Quake Star. There's multiple ways to go about it. We have a forum post that I don't think I've bumped in a while, and I probably need to. I lose track of forum posts all the time. But we have the Guild Finder. You can just look up Quakestar on Storm Rage Alliance and it pops up. You can then hit request to join. That's one of the simplest methods. If you want to talk to people about it, I'm usually the one that talks to everybody and it's Dankatar, hashtag 1367 for my battle net. Just request to be my friend and we can talk from there. Yeah, That's pretty much the simplest ways. Honestly, it's it's one of the friendliest friendliest guilds I've ever been part of. Not just because we knew each other beforehand, which is like everybody. I think everybody in that guild that currently plays is just amazing to hang out with, do keystones with, or you know just sit there and while you're doing something BS in guild chat, you know, hang out in Discord. So anyone that wants to get get on that, I highly suggest it. Uh, anything else you want to touch on? So I, so I can go, you know, corral these dogs. I think we pretty much hit everything for the World of Warcraft and the gaming set up for that oh yeah we'll have you i'll have you on here again you know that oh for sure i'm always available you know my times yes sir uh i will put a link links down in the description of this podcast but just so people can make it easier where can they find you the uh, social media and twitch channel twitch.tv slash dankatar and i am on twitter as dankatar as well Easy. So, so easy when your handles are all the same. Trust me. I... It's very easy, and it seems like it's a name that I came up with by myself, so not a lot of people have it. Any game I play, I can use the name, and nobody has it. All right, okay, now you got to ask about that. How'd you come up with Dig Guitar? I honestly could not tell you because I don't remember. I was just trying to come up with a name for a World of Warcraft character many years ago, and it's kind of just stuck. Oh, okay. Well, since World War... okay, last thing I'm going to say, World of Warcraft. So, if okay, my I changed my name to Glock after a long time. But if you've seen one of my alts, the name is Pelegno, and people always wonder how I got that name. When World of Warcraft first came out, we made a we made a game or a guild called the Serial Killers. So me, my brother, and like a bunch of our friends, our names were our names in game were CK. And like my name was Steven. So it was CK Steven. My brother was CK Michael. Our other friend was like CK Juan. And we would, we would always run together and all this other stuff. We got reported multiple times for racism. And we're like, what? Well, one day I go to log into the game and it makes me choose a new name 
I'm like, what are you talking about? And so I reached out to Blizzard and this and that. I was like, what, what do you mean my name is racist? It's, it's literally our guild name and then my name. Oh, CK stands for Chinese killer. I, what? <laughs> so they made me change my name and I was refusing to change my name. And they chose a name for me. It was Polegno. P-A-L-E-G-N-O. And I stuck with that for many, many years until I finally changed it to just a Glock. Because then it, it actually was originally I was a warlock. It was like people called me Gangsta Lock. So G-Lock, yeah. But yeah, it all worked. But I was like, dude, our guild name is literally Serial Killers. CK. And you, okay, whatever. <laughs> and because I refused, they, I refused to change it, they gave me the name. They get a little antsy about reporting names. I had a warrior many years ago that, yes, it was an inappropriate name. His name was Poonslayer. Poonslayer. Yes, and so he got reported, and I got banned, and me being petty about it went to Urban Dictionary, obviously the best dictionary in the world to get accurate descriptions for words, <laughs> um, and asked him about my name being reported and found a definition on Urban Dictionary that the definition for Poon was a weakling. I was like, my warrior does PvP, he kills the weaklings, so that thus makes him a poon slayer, and they did not buy it. <laughs> I, a nice try, I bud. Was, I was so petty. I went on WoW Armory and gave sent them 68 links of people with that name. I was like, I am now officially reporting all of these people because they have the same name, and I changed my warrior's name to literally inappropriate. <laughs> So he would forever have an inappropriate name. Oh my gosh, that is great. Oh, uh, dude. Yeah, I'll never forget that though. I mean, they, they, I mean, I think the game was out for like two weeks and I already got reported and had to deal with Blizzard. And yeah, it was not exactly fun to say the least. Yeah. All right, Dank. Well, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to corral these dogs, man. Uh, I will get with you later, get you into some new world as well, too. So. <laughs> Oh, for sure. I think I'm level six. I'm I I just level forty one this morning before I started this podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. I appreciate you coming on. It's been a long time coming. I'll have you on again, uh, especially when there's a new expansion coming for a while eventually. So we'll talk about that and then get it, probably. I want to get more in depth with like the World of Warcraft story with you on the next one. Oh, for sure. We can do that easily. All right, let's get it next time. So. If you guys haven't followed Dank already, again, it's Dankatar, D-A-N-K-A-T-A-R on all socials, on Twitter, mainly Twitter, and then Twitch. Make sure you guys go follow him. They raid usually on Tuesdays, Thursdays. You'll see him live, and then random days they'll do Keystones. But great content creator, great human being. I really enjoy his company. Thank you again for coming on, Dank. But as for the rest of you guys, have a great rest of your week. And as always, stay safe, stay blessed, and I'll see you on the next one. Peace.